afternoon, brethren. I have terrible news. If Christ is not risen, your faith is vain and you are still in your sins. That's a very big if. There are many people with advanced degrees who have become experts at studying ancient texts and crafting all these theologies, but they don't believe. And those are the people who make the preachers of today. Those are the people who are uh, in charge of filling all the pulpits in all the land with people who graduate from their seminaries and Bible colleges, and they come out heretics and infidels because they don't believe. And that's terrible news. I want to tell you, if Christ is not risen, brethren, I'm wasting my time here. If Christ is not risen, then Brother Given has wasted 67 years of his life preaching. If Christ is not risen, then all the time you spend, many of you could be, well, we're spending all this time here today preparing lessons, spending time in the assembly praying, preparing for lessons testifying, preaching, and teaching. If Christ is not risen, that's a waste of time. We could be fishing or golfing or watching television or going to a football game or camping, sleeping in. You could work at more hours and you could have more money in retirement. You could have a nice house. You could have a nice car. Think of all the things you're missing if Christ is not risen. Everything depends on Christ being resurrected from the dead. If Christ is not risen from the dead, then the prophets were all liars and false prophets. If Christ is not risen from the dead, Christ himself is a liar and a false prophet. Over and over again, Christ prophesied that he would suffer and die and raise from the dead. His disciples didn't understand it. And if Christ is not risen from the dead, Christ is a liar. If Christ is not risen from the dead, our Lord Jesus Christ is not God's son. And he was a liar. And by claiming that God did raise Christ from the dead, we make God to be a liar. That's what vanity is, to waste your time doing something that produces no results if, if Christ is not risen, mm-hmm. these, are all, these are all things just a waste of our time. Yeah. Greetings, brethren. Mm-hmm. I'm glad to be here this afternoon and tell you the truth, that Christ yeah. is risen from the dead. Yeah. Yeah. But this is a serious accusation. If Christ be not risen from the dead, uh-huh. you can find any number of theological books, mm-hmm. very weighty, mm-hmm. with all kinds of references in there, that don't believe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I encourage you to put those down and read your Bible. Amen. Yeah. Everything hinges on the resurrection of Christ from the dead. Mm-hmm. I want to welcome those on live stream. I want to welcome my aunt Boots and my father who are watching and other people who may be watching. 
I want to encourage you in your faith. Mm -hmm. I want to read to you the scriptures, 1 Corinthians chapter 15. This is the core of everything that we hold dear. Mm -hmm. Starting in 1 Corinthians 15, verse 1. Moreover, brethren, I declare unto you the gospel, which I preached unto you, which also ye have received, and wherein ye stand, by which also ye are saved, if ye keep in memory what I preached unto you, unless ye have believed in vain. For I delivered unto you, first of all, that which I also received, how that Christ died for our sins, according to the Scriptures, and that he was buried, and that he rose again the third day, according to the Scriptures, and that he was seen of Cephas, then of the twelve. After that, he was seen of above five hundred brethren at once, of whom the greater part remained unto the, this present, but some were fallen asleep. After that, he was seen of James, then of all the apostles. And last of all, he was seen of me also as one born out of due time. For I am not the least of the apostles, for I am the least of the apostles, and I am not meet to be called an apostle because I persecuted the church of God. But by the grace of God, I am what I am, and his grace which was bestowed on me was not in vain. Amen. But I labored more abundantly than they all, yet not I, but the grace of God which was with me. Therefore, whether it were I or the, they, so we preach, and so you believed. Mm -hmm. Now, if Christ be preached that he rose from the dead, how say some among you that there is no resurrection of the dead? Mm -hmm. But if there be no resurrection of the dead, then Christ is not risen. And if Christ be not risen, then is our preaching vain, and your faith is also vain. Yea, and we are found false witnesses of God, because we have testified of God that he raised up Christ, whom he raised not up, if so be that the dead rise not. And if Christ be not raised, your faith is vain. Ye are yet in your sins. Then they also which are fallen asleep in Christ are perished. If in this life only we have hope in Christ, we are of all men most miserable. If Christ is not risen, verse 14, our preaching is vain. God has ordained that preaching the gospel is what saves people. You believe the gospel that was preached unto you. I don't want to do, I don't want to waste my time. I testify to you, this is true. I have the witness in myself. Amen. This morning I preached the infallible proofs of the resurrection. I think the greatest proof that no one would accept except for a believer is that we have all the promises that God has given in the new covenant through Christ entirely dependent on his resurrection from the dead. If Christ is not risen, we are false witnesses of God. Yeah. Verse 15, because we testified of God, he raised up Christ, whom he raised not up, if the dead be not raised. If the dead rise not. If the dead rise not, then is not Christ raised. And if Christ be not raised, your faith is vain, ye are yet in your sins. There are a lot of things that depend entirely on the resurrection of the dead. All of us have family members and friends that have gone on before. They have died in faith. If Christ is not risen, mm -hmm. there is no resurrection. Yeah. Abraham is in the grave moldering. Yeah. David is still in the grave, his body and his soul and spirit. Mm -hmm. 
all your loved ones who died. If Christ is not risen, there is no hope. You'll never see him again. That's the product of not believing the gospel. So why would someone, it would be a speculation, why would someone go into the ministry and waste their time preaching? Well, there's money to be made and power and control. And you get to stand on a, in front of people and people look at you and re- receive praise. If that's why I'm preaching, then I'll just quit. Yeah. I want to preach Christ and Him resurrected. Amen. None of the people in this church take any money for preaching. There's money that's needed to pay for the light bill and things like that. But this is because this is what we want to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, I want to go through a list of some of the things that are entirely dependent on the resurrection from the dead and Christ being raised from the dead. I told you this morning, the proofs of the resurrection, we have the uh, Old Testament prophets who testified of Christ being raised from the dead. And there's many others. Uh, We have the uh, empty grave, the empty tomb, the stone rolled away. We can... Talk about explaining that. We have eyewitnesses, very many. They all agree with one another. We have the uh, the changed lives of the apostles. They went from being afraid and cowering to uh, so certain of the fact of the resurrection that they would willingly give up their lives. As I was reading, let me point to you in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, Verse 32. This is something that was brought back to my remembrance. Did you know that the Apostle Paul fought in the arena with wild beasts? It's not publicized very much. He just says in passing. Verse 32. If after the manner of men I have fought with beasts at Ephesus, what advantage is it me if the dead rise not? If Let us eat and drink, for tomorrow we die. That's... Let me encourage you, all of you who believe in Jesus Christ as your Savior, all of you who believe in the resurrection, there, this is not all there is. I will willingly give up anything in this life if I can obtain the resurrection of the dead. That's what Paul wanted. He wanted to obtain the resurrection from the dead. The proof of the resurrection is that the church... You know that many of the the priests in the temple, they believed. Mm -hmm. What would cause someone who was ardently following the the traditions of Moses, Mm -hmm. doing all the sacrifices in the temple, what would cause them to forsake all that and follow Christ? Because they believed in the resurrection. We have Apostle Paul, who was... Very educated. You would say he had like a PhD from an Ivy League school, the equivalent of it. Very intelligent. Probably pretty rich. And he was, the, a change in him was so dramatic that he went from being a persecutor to being persecuted. He went and fought with wild beasts at Ephesus. 
I didn't remember that till I read this. He was shipwrecked so many times, he was stoned, he was left for dead, he was persecuted and reviled, all because he did believe that Jesus raised from the dead. We have the witness of the gospel. The whole Bible as a whole is all dependent on Christ being raised from the dead. And we have the proof in us. We have the forgiveness of sins. Did you know that the forgiveness of sins is dependent on Christ being raised from the dead? Yes. Let's look at Romans chapter 4. You know, it says, if, if Christ be not raised, your faith is vain, and you are yet in your sins. Mm-hmm. Now, we have in Romans 4 the account of, true account of Abraham, who believed God, mm-hmm. and it was imputed to him for righteousness. Yes. And he was persuaded that God is able to keep his promises. Now, God has promised we would have the same benefits that Abraham had. Mm-hmm. In fact, he never got to see these things that we have. Mm-hmm. But we're going to Abraham's bosom. Mm-hmm. Praise God. I, I want to say thank you for the song uh, by the Angel Band. Mm-hmm. Just a side note, did you know that when we die, we have the true account of Lazarus in Luke chapter 16. When he died, the beggar was carried to Abraham's bosom by the angels. Did you know that wicked people are transported by angels too when you die? Mm-hmm. If you're a wicked person, unrighteous, and you don't believe in Christ, when you die, the devil's angels will take you to hell. Mm-hmm. That's a... Uh, if you have a question about that, we can go through the scriptures and look at that, but... I really believe that Christ is going to come, could be today, and we'll go to meet him in the clouds. That's right. But... If he should tarry, and we die, that's not the end of us. Right. We will be resurrected. Mm-hmm. By the way, do you know that everyone will be resurrected? Yeah. Righteous people will be resurrected and receive paradise, the eternal inheritance in heaven. Mm-hmm. The unrighteous, also a resurrection of contempt and shame, mm-hmm. be cast into the lake of fire that's with the right. devil and his angels. It's a serious matter. The belief in Christ died, buried, and risen again, that's the watershed, the continental divide. You believe that? Then you are justified from your sins. If you don't, you reject him, then you're unrighteous. Mm -hmm. And the ultimate would be standing at the judgment, giving account, and being cast into the lake of fire. Not a pleasant thought. That might be why people in pulpits don't preach about the resurrection and the judgment. It makes people uncomfortable, and then they stay away and they don't give. And then, I'm still going to preach it. Let's go back to Romans chapter 4. Abraham had righteousness imputed to him. Verse 23. Now, it was not written for his sake alone that it was imputed to him, but for us us also, to whom it shall be imputed if we believe... On him that raised up Jesus our Lord from the dead, who was delivered for our offenses and was raised up again for our justification. If Christ is not risen from the dead, we are still in our sins. We have not been justified. It required Jesus to take our sins in his body, to die, and then be raised again in a new glorified body. 
That's what we require for our justification. Do you know that if Christ is not raised from the dead, we do not have the, the newness of life. Right. Romans chapter 6. I encourage you all to read this. Christ was dead, buried, and resurrected. We participate in his life only when we die to sin. We have the baptistry here. That's what we do on the outside. God does an operation on the inside. Amen. We are dead, That's right. buried with him, and raised to newness of life. Amen. That's dependent on Christ being raised. If he's not raised, then this is just a religious ritual. What value is it? It has very important mm-hmm. value. Romans chapter 6. Verse 4. Therefore we are buried with him by baptism into death, that like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. For if we've been planted together in the likeness of his death, we shall also be in the likeness of his resurrection. If Christ is not raised, we are not raised, and we don't have forgiveness of sins, and we don't have the new life. Let me tell you, I have new life. You can testify the same. Amen. That's why I believe the resurrection. He is the source of our life. Because he is raised from the dead, we have a proof that we will be resurrected. If we die and we are buried, our, our spirit goes back to God who yes, created it. Amen. But we have hope our body and soul and spirit will be reunited when we rise to meet him in the air. Mm -hmm. We get a new body, a glorified body, incorruptible body. Mm -hmm. Right here in Romans chapter 8, verse 11. If the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies by his spirit that dwelleth in you. That's how we know that we are going to be raised and get a new glorified body because he was raised from the dead. That's right. It's a proof of the future resurrection. 1 Corinthians 15 is the, the end of the chapter is all about Christ being raised from the dead and the transformation of our bodies. Yeah. It's glorious. We have uh, Philippians chapter 3, verse 21. It talks about our bodies also being transformed. That's not the scripture I'm looking for, so uh, <laughs> sorry about that. But let me t- tell you, it's a good, good verse. Yeah. Unto him be glory in the church by Christ Jesus throughout all ages, world without end. Amen. Philippians 3.21. Okay, I'm in the wrong chapter. (laughs) Excuse me. It is the verse I'm looking for. Praise God. Our conversation is in heaven. From whence we also look for the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, Mm -hmm. who shall change our vile bodies, that it may be fashioned like unto his glorious body, according to the working whereby he is able even to subdue all things unto himself. By the way, that transformation is going on right now inside you. You can't see it, 
but people outside can see a glimpse of your life changing. Mm -hmm. The things that you used to do, you're not doing. Your attitudes, your actions, your words. Mm -hmm. But this is all dependent on his resurrection. Yes, amen. We have the uh, atoning nature of Christ proved by the Mm -hmm. resurrection. 1 Corinthians 15, verse 3 and 4. For I delivered unto you, first of all, that which I also received, how Christ died for our sins according to the Scripture, that he was buried, and that he rose again the third day according to the Scriptures. If he didn't raise from the dead, then the atonement did not occur. That's right. Amen. Our salvation is dependent on believing in the resurrection. Mm -hmm. Romans chapter 10, verse 9 to 10. If thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. Mm-hmm. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Our doctrine is Christ mm-hmm. and him crucified. If that did not happen, if he did not resurrect, then there is no salvation for you. Amen. The crucifixion and the resurrection are meaningless apart from each other. Mm-hmm. If Christ was crucified and died, there were possibly hundreds of thousands of people who were crucified and died. But if you, he was crucified, took our sins, and was buried and rose from the dead, now the crucifixion has meaning. If he didn't raise from the dead, the, the crucifixion of Christ is worthless. If you can disprove the resurrection, my faith is in vain. 1 Corinthians 15, verse 14. If Christ be not risen, then is our preaching vain, and your faith is also vain. If Christ be not raised, your faith is vain, and ye are yet in your sins. Brethren, I want to encourage you. We have these wonderful promises of God. Every promise of the new covenant Mm -hmm. is dependent on the resurrection of Christ from the dead. And we're here today to celebrate that. I want to read a quote from a man named R.A. Torrey. Mm -hmm. While the literal bodily resurrection of Jesus Christ is the cornerstone of Christian doctrine, it is also the Gibraltar Uh of Christian evidence and the Waterloo of infidelity and rationalism. Mm -hmm. If the scriptural assertions of Christ's resurrection can be established as historical certainties, the claims and doctrines of Christianity rest upon an impregnable foundation. On the other hand, Mm -hmm. if the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead cannot be established, Christianity must go. Mm -hmm. Well, brethren, my plan is any time I get a chance, I'm going to preach Christ. I'm going to preach about what he did. Now, let's see if I can sum up the gospel in just a paragraph. The gospel is the good news Mm -hmm. that God, before the world began, purposed Mm -hmm. that he would save people. And to that end, he created the world and everything in it. Mm -hmm. To that world, to that end, when sin entered, he had already made a provision through Jesus Christ. And it took a long time for the the conditions to be right. Mm -hmm. Had a lot of explanation in the Old Testament a lot of proof of God's promises to Israel mm-hmm. and their rejection of him. But when the time was right, 
Christ was born under the law, born of a woman, at just the right time so that he could come to earth as a man, live a sinless life, be rejected and suffer and be crucified, taking his taking our sins in his body. He was sinless Mm -hmm. and resurrecting from the dead. Mm -hmm. Then he was seen by many witnesses and he was ascended into heaven and exalted at the right hand of God, given all power and he's coming back. And the gospel is the good news that the provision has been made. We have opportunity for peace with God and fellowship with God. We can be made right with God because of what Christ did. Not because of anything I do. And I thank you for the opportunity to speak. And I'm looking forward to Brother Given. I want to say a word of encouragement to Brother Given. Mm-hmm. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to speak. And I uh, look forward to having you back with us. Mm-hmm. We pray for God to give you healing and strengthen your body. And uh, you have not been forgotten. Yes, amen. amen. And thank you very much, Brother. Thank you.